Hey, I'm Tommy Chong. Welcome to High on Homegrown. Yes, yes, everybody, and welcome to High on Homegrown, the cannabis podcast from Percy'sGrowRoom.com. I am Mackie from the UK, and joining us on the panel this week, we have Monkey Doo. That's me, Monkey, here once again, enjoying this beautiful, uh, summer-like, almost beautiful weather here. Hope everybody's having a good day today. Nice. Marge has gone off. She's got some things to do, and uh, Bumble Hawk did his job this week. Jesus. Boo. So That's it. It's just me and Monkey today, but we're going to be discussing trimming cannabis, which is a, an easy thing to talk about, but an interesting one as well. We both have different perspectives on this, right, Monkey? Well, see, Mackie doesn't mind talking about trimming, but he doesn't like trimming. I don't particularly hate mm-hmm. it myself. So, yeah, we do have different perspectives on this. Yeah. But there's a lot to be covered in this episode, as you'll see. It seems like a an easy task where you're just trimming leaves off plants, but there's a lot that goes into it. And so with that, I think we just might as well get stuck in straight away with the grow guides there, Monkey. Are you ready to just go in and talk about trimming? Pretty, let's, let's do, do it, it, man. Why, why not? You would hear us often say on this show how much we enjoy this hobby of growing cannabis plants. There's one part of growing cannabis that many of us dislike very much. Uh, Some people can tolerate it. Some people just hate it to the core of their being. I am one of those. Now, I've actually known one or two people that actually love to trim cannabis, but they're rare. Yeah, they're they're usually locked up in cells for being psychopaths. <laughs> you know, <laughs> actually, the people I'm referring to are, are perfectionists, and they just they just <laughs> they enjoy making the product look nice. And this is how it starts with uh, your trimming. You want the product to look nice. You're very meticulous with the way you trim all the leaves off, making it look really nice. That lasts for about an hour, <laughs> and after the first hour is gone, you're not so meticulous with the rest of the buds, man. When you've got a big harvest to trim, Jesus, it's torture. Mm. So, yeah, and and I guess maybe one that's one reason I don't hate it so much is because usually on my my harvest, I'm, I'm harvesting two plants at a time, and I can usually knock that out in a day, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's not like I have long long-term trim jail in, in my uh in the, my growth style man yeah trim jail is always too long man. It, it, i mean even if because i usually grow four plants so and they're a decent size but it takes a couple of hours to trim each one so i'm looking at at least eight hours of trimming and that's mm-hmm. that's just you know the minimum if you get extra big plants, sometimes they grow extra big, you know, and they have more colas to trim and shit and more leaf on it. And it's going to take longer. Gosh, man. It, I've got PTSD or something. I swear. <laughs> this shit cracks me, man. Gosh, I hate trimming. Yeah, the one time I, I spent uh, 16 hours trimming four blue cheeses. And since then, I've just had a hatred for it. It's too much, man. And it's not always the size of your plant that, that causes you to have problems with trimming. Sometimes it's the fact that some strains are just leafier than others and take a little longer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. So 
let's start with the most important thing i think right when you've come you've chopped the plant down you harvested it you know if you want to learn about harvesting go check out the harvesting episode that will tell you everything you need to know about when to harvest how to harvest and that kind of thing for this episode we're specifically looking we're specifically looking at trimming the plants you know we're not going to be talking about drying and things like that we're just going to be talking about the whole process of taking those leaves off and so we want to begin by making sure that you're comfortable because as we've mentioned this is going to take a while man this uh, trimming oh, yes. is a very long task and plants can take uh, an hour plants can take 10 minutes if the micros but damn yeah I've, I've had those trims before mm-hmm I would recommend for most of our listeners, of course, is to just go and listen to our episodes. You just load it up on iTunes or Spotify, whatever, and just listen to the shows as you trim it. You'll be there listening to cannabis content, entertaining cannabis content, you know, <laughs> and uh, you'll be able to trim your plants. And that's going to make it a lot easier. That's what you need, something to preoccupy you. And you're not going to be able to watch TV and shit because you're going to need your eyes for the actual trimming. But your ears are going to be free. You know, so whether you're putting yeah. music on, podcasts on, audio books you know try and get from i listened to uh treasure island once while i was doing a trim took fucking uh, ages i've been known to put movies that i've seen before on and just let mm. that play because well i know it enough that it's going to keep me entertained to keep my mind off of what i'm doing mm-hmm. but yeah you you definitely want something that's going to keep your mind off off of, of the i hate to put it this way drudgery of, of trimming these buds up because it can get a little bit monotonous yeah. That's right. And the so longer, the better. Anything, mm. anything to keep your mind a little bit occupied, is it helps. And YouTube shit as well. You know, when you're watching YouTube and ads pop, all, pop up all the time, you need to try and avoid things like that because when you start oh. trimming, your fingers are going to get sticky or your gloves are going to get sticky. You don't want to be touching anything else because that's just going to get shit covered in sticky THC. You, know, so you don't, don't want to be touching your mouse or your controller for your TV and things like that. So make sure you proper set up before you actually yeah. get stuck in with the trim. Make sure you've got something to drink in case you get thirsty. Make sure, you know, if, if you're going to smoke or, or vape, make sure that's all prepared before time. Because like Mackie says, once you start, your fingers are going to be nasty and you, you don't want to take the time to have to do all that later. Do everything mm-hmm. you can first. Everything. Yeah. And that includes setting up the drying space. You know, before you start trimming and and all that kind of shit, you got every time you trim a branch, you're gonna to need to hang it somewhere. So the, it's a good idea to have your drying space ready for the for the trimmings to go into, or for the branches to go into after they've been trimmed. You know, uh, well, ask you, you cover the floor. I find it helps anyway. You get a dust sheet. You know, for um, when people do painting. When you're painting the walls, you got them little sheets or, or tarpaulin, something like that. Just lay that across the carpet and then you don't have to worry about it falling into a, a bin and things like that. It's just going to land on the on the dust mm-hmm. sheet. So that just prevents shit from getting into the carpet and getting stuck in. And you can yeah. save it up as well. And you can uh, make some hash out of it, but we'll get to that later on. Yeah, I use I just trim on very large trays. I just lay the big right. branches after they've been taken down and just lay it on a large tray and work mm-hmm. off the trays. That keeps everything off the floor for me. Mm-hmm. But you know, mm-hmm. for me, trimming is is a multiple stage process. Sometimes if you, if you're taking a plant down, if you're doing a wet trim, you're going to do it in one step. You're going to trim it all up and then you're going to dry it. But mm-hmm. if we're going to do a dry trim, you're going to take it down, you're going to sort of trim it up a little bit. And then you're going to hang it. Then you're going to take it out and finish your trim. 
So mm -hmm. it gets a little more complicated as we as we start talking about this topic. Which way are you yeah. going to go? Wet or dry trim? That's right, because that's the two main ways you're going to be able to trim your cannabis. There's the wet trim, like Monkey said, and there's the dry trim. And the wet trim is essentially you, you cut the plant down, take off a branch, and start trimming it. You take off all the fan leaves, all the sugar leaves, so it's just the, the bud left, and then you hang that bud up to dry. That's your wet trim. And then you have the dry trim where you take the, the branch off the plant or you take down the whole plant, whichever way it is. And sometimes people will take off the big fan leaves, but they'll leave the sugar leaves on. But some people even leave the fan leaves on and will just hang it up straight away and let that shit just dry. And it takes mm -hmm. much longer than it does to dry when you do it this way. But uh, so some people prefer it, say that because it increases the flavor. It keeps terpenes locked in, all that kind of stuff. So if you haven't tried it before, try it because it might be a good way for you to uh you might prefer it this way so you know do a bit of experimenting next time you go to try something trim some of it don't trim some of it see which one works out the best yeah in my environment i've tried both and then if i do a wet trim i thought i would try it once because it, the buds they seem to come out a little bit more manicured and nicer looking but when you wet trim the buds dry faster and in my in my uh warmer environment down this far south not a good thing so that's to me was my deciding factor was how fast the buds are going to dry. And so I do a dry trim. Mm. That's just me. But like Maggie says, try, try it yourself. See which one you like. Yeah, that's it. Always experiment and see which suits you best because everybody's different. But so let's say that the plant has been harvested. It's hanging or, you know, the branches are hanging ready to get trimmed. You're going to do the wet trim. Right, because if you're doing a dry trim, you're just cutting off branches. You're hanging that. You leave it for a week, and we'll talk about the dry trim in a little bit. But the wet trim, which is the majority of growers, will do it this way. You know, ninety percent of home growers are just going to do the wet trim because it's just much easier to handle the leaves when they're wet. You know, if you after two or three days when the moisture starts to get out and the leaves get all droopy, trimming at that point is torture, man. You, you yes, have to like peel the leaf off the bud, then trim it. And, and oh god, it, it's it's horrible. It's hard. It, yeah, it hurts. The middle soul. ground, the middle ground is definitely nowhere to trim in. You know, you either do it wet or you do it dry. There's no middle ground, in my opinion. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So you've put something on that you're gonna listen to for a while, or you know, background noise, a movie, podcasts. You know, I would recommend go and listen to the uh, the the Bob Lazar episode of Rogan, you know, whether you're a Rogan fan or not, is beside the point. It's still a good interview. The one with uh, Bob Lazar, go listen to that. It's good. I, I enjoy listening to that one. It's fun. You know, just uh, <laughs> anything that you're interested in, you know, a Christopher Hitchens debate. Uh, look, there's so much good stuff out there that you can listen to for a few hours and stay entertained while you're trimming these buds. Cause it is going to be a few hours prepare for a right. few hours. And if you don't take a few hours bonus, but prepare for a few fucking hours, man. <laughs> so we got to get our space ready now. We got we got mm -hmm. everything in there. We got to get, what are we going to use to trim with? I, I've i used many different types of, of devices to trim with. I've used scissors. I've used uh, bonsai shears. I've used uh, Fiskars type shears mm -hmm. and pruners. Uh, what do you use on a regular basis, Mackie? Uh, just normal scissors now because uh -huh. uh, I don't even like thinking about it. I should really go and get better ones. But anytime 
but I have to think about trimming it. I just get PTSD. <laughs> it's like I should go get some trimming scissors. What are you thinking about that for? Stop that. Stop that. <laughs> well, I have to say that I've, no matter what I've used to trim with all the different things, as long as they're sharp and, and sort of pointy, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, they pretty much will work for you there. Yeah. But, yeah. And get a few pairs as well. You don't just have yes. one, you know, you, you because eventually when you're trimming enough, the scissors are going to start get covered in, uh, in like the resins from the plants. You'd be able to make some scissor hash out of that later on, which we'll talk about, uh, you know, you, so it, it gets a bit sticky. It can, and it just becomes a pain in the ass. So it's easy to just grab another pair of scissors and just carry on straight away without having to stop, take a break, clean scissors with isopropyl and shit like that. Don't, don't bother with none of that. Just, no, uh, and while just you're get at a few there, you pairs. Know? Mm-hmm. You got a few pairs of scissors out there. Go ahead and, and if you can, if you have a little razor blade that you can throw out there, and maybe a small saucer, those are going to come in handy for that scissor hash later on. Mm-hmm. So put mm-hmm. those on your space because you're going to want those later on. Yeah, well, be but very like careful, Matthew of said, course. Yeah, but, you know, with razor blades, definitely be very, very careful. But you'll uh, you'll see exactly what we're going to use those for later on. But the multiple pairs of scissors will speed you up because mm-hmm. yeah, they get dirt. Depending how good of a grower you are and how sticky your weed is. Yeah, it can get really uh, gummy really, really, really fast. Mm-hmm. So go, go with that, though. So, yeah, we, we got the plant down. We're going to take it. And if you're wet trimming, like Mackie said, the idea is to get everything off, off of your buds, all the sugar leaves, all the fan leaves, everything. So only thing you're going to leave on your buds is the smokable parts of it. Uh, you can dry that two different ways. You can either take that whole branch now that it's dry, trimmed, and hang it, or you can cut those buds off the main stem and get a drying net, hang the drying net in your tent, and then put those dr- those individual buds on your drying net. Again, the a deciding factor on whether you want to pursue this or not is that when you cut those buds off the main stalk and make them individual on the drying net, they're also going to dry even faster now. So if you're in a situation where you're fighting humidity and you're fighting temperatures, be careful if you try to do this. Sometimes those buds dry so fast that they may have a hay smell after a while but mm-hmm. that's those are your two choices on dry trim either dry them on the stem or cut them out and put them on nets and let them dry that way take your pick either one of them's fine they work yeah because this is uh this is another thing people do isn't it? they like to trim off the buds and take them off the main branches and let them dry like that and yep on the nets i just don't like doing that man i like to keep them as whole as possible and right. uh yeah i would t- take a bud with a little bit of stem on make sure when you cut it as well, when you harvest it, make sure you're at a branch so you can hang the branch on a pi- on a piece of string or something. You know, it just makes the whole process easier. Make sure you leave mm-hmm. like a little branch on the side. Then, then you're going to trim the... But what I do is I will trim off as many of the fan leaves as I can first because you always miss some. That's the way it goes. You know, you just... Uh, you, you'll turn the bud over and see, oh, you missed a couple of these fan leaves here. But they go first because they're just easy to trim off. And then just go over again to trim off as many of the small leaves as you can. You're trying to get the base of the leaf every time as well. You know, Try and do that as much as possible. And eventually it's going to be difficult to do that. There's going to be some leaves where you can't get to the bottom of it without pulling mm-hmm. open the bud a bit. You don't want to do that. So then you can just trim that little bit of leaf off, You know, trim around the bud to get rid of that bit of leaf. But try and get as many leaves as possible from the base of the of the actual leaf right remove as much as possible of it yeah that's how i roll right. and and just hang it up as the whole bud then fuck chopping off little bits and that that's i don't know man and so so what do you do hang hang that for how how long 
Uh, about seven days. Okay, about a week. Mm -hmm. And then that should be dry enough at that point to put in jars? Maybe, maybe. So uh, we're going to do a snap test, right? Yeah, eventually. Okay. So after That's seven a... days, we'll, we'll try and see if, if, if we take one of the small buds and try and twist it, break it off of the stem, if it snaps cleanly, we know that the buds are dried and ready for mm -hmm. the jars. Mm -hmm. Yeah, simple, really. Simple there. So they, but... then we remove the buds off the main stem and put just the buds in the jars, right? Throwing, uh, discarding or using the main stem for whatever, but we don't put those in. Do you put the stems in the jar? Yeah, sometimes. If the bud fits. Really? Yeah, yeah. Okay. See, I, I like to really... buck my buds down to individual buds because um, mm -hmm. uh, I've had one or two jars go bad on me right. back, in the, back in the day. So I, mm -hmm. I much prefer having them in what I've considered manageable sizes to make sure that all the moisture can leave them. Yeah, it's like it, when I get to the point where I can't see stem, you know, if, when it's patchy, the bottom ones that are... Uh... You know, they'll come off. I won't put like an inch of stem in. I'll, I'll trim it close to the actual bud itself, but mm -hmm. there'll be stem inside that. I don't break off every one, though. I like to leave them in there till they're dry. Okay. Uh, you know, crack them off when I'm smoking them, really. That's the way it goes. That's a different, different way of doing it than I've done it. Then. But I, but I'm a dry trimmer, which you know, completely right. different process altogether. Anyway. So what's your process? I mean, because that's pretty much the process for a... Well, there's more we can add here for the wet trimming, you know. So yeah. you've trimmed off the the leaves, and it's all nicely well trimmed. And you can trim off the buds if you want to lay them on a net and let it dry. But most people would hang it up at this point and just let it dry for a few days there. But uh, it's best when you're handling the buds. Either make sure your hands are really fucking clean. You don't want to contaminate the buds with anything. You have to be very careful not to damage the trichomes as you're handling the buds as well. So try and just hold it in one place, maybe by the base of the stem, if you can do that. But that gets especially, really fucking meticulous, man. Especially if you're wet trimming, because those trichomes mm -hmm. are even more delicate when they're wet. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So try try not to touch the buds too much. And you're either going to do this with your clean hands, but it's better to use latex gloves if you can, because the, any of the resins that get the resin heads that get off the, the plants and gets onto the gloves are going to stick there and then when you're finished with all your trimming and stuff you can freeze these gloves for uh, I don't know, like an hour or something and then you'll be able to get the the resin the resin that have been produced on the gloves you'll be able to just peel it off nice and easy and make a nice little bit of scissor hash uh -huh. so mm -mm. Mm -hmm. and it's easy to do that easy to do that and you know it's just just a little bonus for the torture you go through when you're doing all this trimming yeah, the scissor hash is your reward for going through the jail term. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That can be some good shit, too. Yeah. So yeah, my so... process is quite a bit different. I mean, mm -hmm. I do a dry trim on it. And I like to hang. I mostly grow in a manifold style, which gives me nice, long colas to play with. Uh, not a lot of small buds. And that's my first secret weapon for trimming is that you know, I grow nice, big, long buds, which means I only have to trim eight nice, long buds at trim time. And that's a whole lot faster than trimming small individuals. So that, that helps me a lot. But mm -hmm. what I'll do is I'll remove each one of the eight mains off. And then, then I'll, uh, while it's in my hand, I will cut off any of the big fan leaves that have no, no uh, trichomes on it or even very minimal trichomes on it. Those get just get removed. And then I'll hang the eight mains up in the dry tent uh, at 60% 60, 60 humidity, 
anywhere from 60 to 70 uh, degrees Fahrenheit. I like to keep it as low as I can, but unfortunately, depending on the time of the year, I can't always do that. So, but anyway, they hang there until my uh, controller basically tells me that the humidity is starting to drop and stay below the 60%. That tells me that the buds have given me what they need to give me. And they come out the tent. Yeah. At that point, I'll take them out one at a time and I'll remove the buds, I'll buck the buds one at a time off the long stems, and then I'll trim each bud dry right there, right, removing right. any sugar leaf and all this stuff now that I'm gonna remove because everything I left had some kind of sugar leaf on it. Nice. All this trim is gonna be collected now, and this is gonna be going for hash making mostly. And so, it's so easy okay. at that point as well, isn't it? When it's really dry, you don't even need to snip with the scissors. You just run the scissors down the leaf and because they're dry, they just break and flake off man it's you can easy. do that but i'm, I'm kind of like you with the dry trend though i like to get as much as i can off of it so i'm not afraid to taking the point and kind of pushing it down in there to get get the leaves off a little bit mm -hmm. cleaner because uh i have enough that i can do this with and i'm not worried about losing a small amount i do find that the buds are less harsh if i get all of that sugar leaf off of them mm -hmm. it's, mm -hmm. they seem like they smoke better but yeah. it's a lot more work. But again, this is a hobby that I love to do. So I don't mind putting the effort in on it like that, though. But after I get everything trimmed in and to put into jars and it's the, the put high, high uh, put the meters in the jars and basically watch the humidity uh, trying to 60 percent or lower. Uh, I like to go between 55 and 60, 58, 59 is absolutely where I love it. But it's a simple process that way. It's just uh Knock off the big pieces, dry them in a tent for about 10 days to two weeks, if you're lucky, you know. Nice. It keeps the terpenes real nice right there. So, uh, and then just, you know, buck them off, off the, the main stalk, uh, one bud at a time as you're going up. I usually leave the tips because like back in, you know, you're talking about, you know, when they get to the top, the buds get smaller, but they get tighter together. So that cluster on the top, yeah, I'll leave the cluster as, you know, about half the size of my fist that goes in the jar hole because... Mm. those are the prizes that's the tops my gosh you can't really mess those up you know yeah that's your pride enjoy those. you know you trim the fucking big ones real good and but then them little popcorn buds that you get occasionally and you're like do we even need to trim this fucker <laughs> <laughs> but that's why i mainline because i don't even have those anymore mm. I, I mean those go away fast but yeah that's that's if, if you're talking about trend jail your trend jail is much worse if you haven't culled your small buds during your growth mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so yeah, man. But Leo was asking there, he said, what about finger trimming? Where, where you're basically mm. rubbing your hand across the dry buds and knocking them off. And that's what Mackie, you were talking about that. But my answer to that would be, it's fine. And I have done it. And I'll admit toward the end of a trim, I am doing a lot of that because like, you know, even though you're trying to make it beautiful, you get tired. Mm -hmm. One of those deals like yeah. that. But I, mm -hmm. I would prefer to get those sugar leaves all the way off if I can some other things to mention there as well before you start doing this whole trimming thing you know make sure you've got a few joints rolled man be ready comfortable place to sit is important as well something where you can uh you know good back support you're gonna be leaning forward a lot so when you lean I like back, to get you know, up and stretch every now and then man mm -hmm, i gotta yeah, do it mm -hmm, you have to man you have to you don't want to get blood clots and shit because you're sitting there for two hours without moving your legs this is yeah. your hobby it's supposed to be kind of fun so do the best you can to make it fun i know nobody likes mm -hmm. to trim People, I've heard it many times, but hey, make the best out of it. No, and for new growers, smell it your is weed, fun. man. You know, for the new growers, it is fun. It's something you haven't done before. But when you fucking like, I don't know how many years in it, I'm about 13, 14 years in now. And 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is, that's hundreds of plants, man. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I know. And now let's talk about these, so these gunky scissors and stuff that you got mm-hmm. now. See, I mm-hmm. use nitrile gloves when I trim because like Mackie, I'd rather get it on the gloves than on my fingers when I'm trimming. Mm-hmm. So you will get a buildup on those. And sometimes during the trim, if they're particularly uh, sticky buds, sometimes I'll even change gloves halfway through, but I'll keep those gloves. But you, after your scissors get all sticky and gooey, take that razor blade mm-hmm. and use the razor blade to scrape the, the resin off the scissors. You'll find that it's a pretty good amount. And I like to do this several times, get all the scissors, scrape it off. Once I get a little ball of this, this resin on there, I've learned that I can take the ball of resin and then take, my, take, take it with my gloves with the resin on the fingers. And if I push the ball of resin on the finger and then pull it off, most of the time it takes the resin right off the gloves without even freezing them. Mm. So you can clean my gloves just with the ball of resin that came off the scissors. And now I got a big ball of resin. So I, I can end up with like a couple grams of, of finger hash. Mm-hmm. just off of a reasonable trim just by saving all that stuff and boy you talk about a treat oh yes yeah. and remember as well um there was a point which we mentioned before about dry trimming that's uh, trimming the plant when it's dried uh mm-hmm. when you when you're wet trimming it uh, when you clip them leaves off then the plant is essentially going to bleed some of that chlorophyll onto the buds when the water p- comes out of the plant it will drip onto the buds a little and that's going to add like uh chlorophyll and stuff to your buds which are going to make the smoke harsh so when you do the dry trim but when you're actually trimming all the leaves it's all dry and there's not going to be moisture coming onto the buds so that can improve the uh smoothness of it as well right i think we brought that up on the harvesting or the drying episode don't remember that one Hmm. yeah i've heard that brought up before i can't remember who said it i can't remember who said it but it was a good point but, uh, yeah, and the, the finger trimming thing, like you, like you said, that monkey, I think it means when it's wet as well, because I do that sometimes. Like I'll pull off the bigger fan leaves because that just makes it fucking slow. It speeds up the process a little bit, but only a little bit, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, because you can yeah. only really do that with the fan leaves. If you're doing that with the sugar leaves on the buds, you're going to damage your buds. That, that's not what you want to do. You know, you've got to be very careful. So you just uh, take your time and trim, 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 man. And there's a pair of scissors which I used to use. I, I don't have any of them right now, but I need to get some more of those. And they have, they're spring loaded. So you press it in and it'll spring back out by itself. Get a Ooh. pair of those, man. That reduces 50% of the work you're going to have to do. You can have a spring loaded pair of scissors that just opens by themselves. And it's just snip, 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 snip. Makes it so much easier. So they're used uh, when you're sewing things, you know, to snip thread and things like that. Those kind of scissors. They're fucking great, man. Get some of those. Uh, I've got mixed feelings on spring-loaded uh, tools. You know? Yeah. I'm, well, I mean, I've used, I've used hand tools all my life. And after mm-hmm. a while, you develop a certain way to, to, to drop a finger and work. And work. I don't know. It's, it's hard to describe. There's a certain way you hold them so that you don't need the spring anymore. But mm-hmm. I've gotten used to, because unfortunately, there were no, if you buy and trim and scissors, most of them are spring-loaded. So I got used to it after a while. Mm-hmm. So I use them now, spring loaded. But either way, but I've used these uh, Japanese bonsai inspired ones at first, and they don't have any kind of a spring in them at all. And didn't have any problem at all with that. It's just uh, it's technique. Mm-hmm. Uh, whatever, whatever you know. If if you find that your hands cramp because you have to constantly pull the spring in, get one without a spring. If you're mm-hmm. finding that you're having trouble opening it, go the other way. Use That's your right, gear, whatever you got, man. Yeah. Whatever you want. Make sure you got your drinks on hand, smokes on hand, 
get some snacks, some, uh, you know, high energy snacks, man, because you're going to be there for a while. Yeah. You, now, if you haven't trimmed yet, you underestimate how long it's going to take you. I can tell you that. <laughs> there are uh, there are gadgets on the market that, that the people will try and sell you to, to help you trim, to make it faster for you. There's things called it. Uh, I think one, one was called a trim bag. Basically, it's a it's a like a big uh, bubble bag, except the mesh on it is much bigger. And then you put the buds with the dried buds in there and shake it. And basically it rips off all the leaves and stuff. But to me, you're also going to rip off some trichomes. Mm. So that, that scares me. Bowl trimmers, you know, I mean, yeah, those, if, if you're having trouble trimming, that's fine. But again, it's, you know, it's violent. It, it, it knocks your buds around. It's going to ruin some more of those trichomes. If you really want to do it to keep the best product, hand trimming is the way to go. Nice. It's, it's just, it takes so long, man. I, th I think the most important thing for, like, to, to wrap it up to make it the most important points, to have some really good sharp scissors. And sharp it is in, important, man. If you're using blunt scissors, it's a completely different type of torture. You know, at least with <laughs> sharp scissors, you stand a chance. You know, the, the, the leaves will trim for a while, but once they start to lose that sharpness, they don't trim so good, man. And you, sometimes you have to come back and trim leaves twice to get them off and shit like that. Make sure the scissors are sharp. Yeah, you need that. Wear gloves is preferable, but of course you don't have to. It's just preferable. If you do wear gloves, then you're going to be able to save all of the resin heads that you accidentally break, and you'll be able to make a little bit of hash out of it. You know, yeah. when you, this is another, uh, I would keep around uh, when I'm doing some trimmings, just some isopropyl spray, because I have loads of it anyway. And I'm not using gloves most of the time, so I'll just spray a little bit of uh, iso onto my hands, and that breaks down all the shit, uh, all the THC. I say shit, but it's definitely not shit. You know, Man, it's just making gonna... your fingers sticky and all that. Yeah, it's going to dry your skin though over a long time, isn't it? Yeah, but you only do it a couple of times over the whole trim. Okay. Though. Yeah, you know, you, like don't keep your hands completely soaked. That's a bad idea. But, you know, <laughs> if you're taking a break and you want to go have a cup of tea, or you want to, you know, just uh, roll a joint then your fingers are going to be really sticky. And the best way to get the stick off, I have found, is to just use a little bit of ISO. Nice and I'm easy, man. Mm -hmm. Thinking about somebody trying to light a joint with ISO on their hands, like, woo. <laughs> no, it, it evaporates really quick, don't worry. And then wash your hands properly after. You know, it's just uh, spray it on, uh, onto your fingertips and shit, and it just gets the THC off easy. Not good for your skin, though, Mackie. Yeah. No, I don't mind. It's not that bad for my skin. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you know, people put it in the, it's in alcohol rub you know when you clean your hands and that shit yeah but it's also that that alcohol rubs also got moisturizers to help you know undo mm -hmm. what the alcohol mm -hmm. is doing so it's yeah different stuff though no i've done it uh back in in the pandemic when everybody was going nuts buying uh protective gear you couldn't even find gloves so yeah i was trimming barehanded but and i had to do exactly what you're talking about with the mm -hmm. alcohol rag cleaning your hands afterwards not ideal I, i'd rather not but yeah it'll work you have to mm -hmm. um when you, you just... get the get all of that sticky on your hands though and you try and, and roll it off and try and make charis out of it i mean it takes so much dirt and skin off with it it's like do i really want to smoke this stuff now <laughs> yeah i wouldn't smoke this stuff after i don't know no. Only off the scissors. I would off the scissors, but not off well, the hands. scissors and scissors and gloves are fine because again, you know, it's not got not got skin and all the other stuff in it. But the rest mm. of the stuff kind of scared me a bit. Yeah, and then just being comfortable, man. You have to just try and understand that you're gonna be there for a while. 
You know, you're not going to go out. You can't go to the shop. You know, it can't be like, oh, I, I need a bag of Maltesers. Mm-mm-mm. You can't just pop to the shop and go get a bag of Maltesers because you're going to stink. You're going to have little leaf lying all over your trousers that you don't even know about. Mm-hmm. You know, and you're gonna you're gonna get a little bit nose blind, so you don't know how bad you stink. But you're really gonna stink if you leave the house, man. You have to fully right. change your clothes, have a shower, make sure that there's That's no me. THC on your hands and shit. Completely change, and you're still gonna stink then. You know, <laughs> I run errands before I start uh, doing the trim, or I don't mm-hmm. do it at all that day. It's one of those deals mm-hmm. because yeah, you're gonna you'll need all new clothes yeah. on you, and you'll definitely need hair everything wash it all because yeah that stuff sticks everywhere yeah 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 you, it's really one of those things you have to prepare for you know you need to day off work man you can't go into work on the same day <laughs> you know you just make sure nobody's going to be disturbing your house it needs to be a whole day off kind of thing and this is just for like four plants if you've got four plants in a four by four and you've grown those filled out your four by four you're looking like four or five ounce from each plant that's going to be uh, around a 10 to 12 hour trimming session. So you need to put that time aside and be ready for it. It's uh, mm-hmm. it's uh, hurtful, man. It, it hurts when you've been sitting there for 10 hours and you look at it and you've three plants through <laughs> and you've still got one plant to go. You're like, fuck, won't it just stop? <laughs> fuck. It's it, horrible, man. man. It's horrible shit. But, you know, you'd rather be in that position than have no weed, don't you? Yeah. True, true. Mm-hmm. I mean, the worst one I ever had was the L.A. Peyote Kush Grow I did. I had a, an issue in the tent during it with a light leak, and it caused the plants to become a little more extra leafy. Two plants trimming took me four days, and it was like, my gosh, it was the most miserable trim ever because the uh, the buds were extra leafy. They had sugar leaves all up around them, and was wrapped every one of them. So you had to cut all these little small buds off to get around them. Just took forever. And a lot of times, I mean, that is one way that I choose cultivars nowadays is by how hard they are to trim it. But if they're, mm. if they're a pain, I won't grow them. Mm-hmm. Mission, man. Mission. Yeah. But still, it's worth it. Yeah. It just, it takes so long, man. It takes so long. And it's hard to decide which way to do it as well, the wet and the dry trim. For me, it's, uh, I don't really grow enough for it to last long enough. But if, uh, so, you know, you want to get shit dried as soon as it's ready to smoke. But if I had yeah. time to leave it to the, the extra week to dry with dry trim, I'd go for that method. Yeah, well, there, I mean, I know people who don't just do what I would refer to as a rough dry trim. You know, basically take the dry plant out of the tent, shake off as much of the uh, sugar leaf and fan leaf as they can, and basically just throw it into a bucket or a tub. And then as they consume it, they remove what they want. Yeah. Uh, that's the lazy band's way of doing it, but it will work. Yeah, it works. But as you brought up a tub there, it reminded me that um, there's also different devices you can use for trimming, like these uh, trim bags and uh yeah. the actual big trimmers you can get right, right you throw the buds in and it trims off the whole thing there's some blades circling and though they are nice they're not gonna do anywhere near as good of a job as you with just a pair of scissors is gonna do mm-hmm. yeah so that's the being home growers you know we're not producing a huge amount so though it takes a good few hours it's better to just do that in a few hours rather than if, if you get yourself a trimming machine you're gonna lose sections of the buds you know you're going to lose more than 
you want to. Mm -hmm. You're just more accurate yeah. if you do it yourself with scissors and you'll lose less. Lots of home growers take a lot of pride in what they produce and want to, mm -hmm. want to you know, show off the best product you have. There's just nothing compared to a, a good hand trim. Finish mm -hmm. off your product, polish it off, give it that bag appeal you're looking for. Yeah. Uh, True420 in the chat says, the, tr the trim bin is dope. The Keith catcher screen at the bottom makes amazing hash. Cool, man. Cool. Mm -hmm. As I, I've never yeah. used them. I don't like the idea of it, but you know, each to their own, man. If it works for your grow, then it fucking works, man. Just do it, you know? Yeah, I just use a regular tray and a credit card to scrape the, the Keith off the bottom of the tray when I'm done. Uh, don't know if I get all of it as, or quite as much, but the... I just have issues storing single use tools and products like that. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. Like, like Mackie says, if it works for you, fantastic, but it didn't That's work right, for man. me. Try these things. I just think uh, because I'm only ever growing four plants at a time, really only harvesting four at a time, just, mm -hmm. you know, using a pair of scissors and shit like that, that does fine. Though I complain and it takes a good few hours. I'd rather do that than, save a couple of hours by using a trim machine. You know, you just go, you just have to try and enjoy the time. You know, consider it, like I say, put, imagine putting an audio book on and having an excuse to just sit there for 10 hours listening to it, you know, <laughs> yeah. you know take it as an opportunity, man. That's what you have to do. And there's so much good stuff out there for you to listen to now. You know, there's loads of our interviews. We've got over a hundred interviews for you to listen to you know, where you, where you do your trimming. You know, there's a, uh, there's a lot out there, man. All completely free as well. So that's what I would recommend. So to summarize this shit, you know, the plant's already harvested. It's hanging and you're trimming chunks off. Make sure that you've got five or six joints rolled. Uh, make sure you've got some podcast, music, audio book, uh, a film you've seen before, just playing in the background for background noise. Make sure you lay something across the ground, like a tarpaulin or a dust sheet. Just to catch anything that falls on the floor, you don't want it sticking to your carpet. Um, get a few pair of scissors. Spring loaded ones are good. You know the fiskers uh -huh. that people have mentioned; they they can be good too. Just figure out what's going to work well for you. You know everybody's got different size hands. You might be left-handed, right-handed. You know you're going to different scissors are going to work better for you. Maybe so experiment. Get a, get a selection, a couple of each one, and uh, you know just prepare yourself for the long run. If you got the better tools, then you'll do a better job. Um, yeah, man. Dry trimming or, or wet trimming, that's just a decision you're going to have to make. When you're dry trimming as well, if you've if you chosen ta that technique, you can get this thing. Is it called a trim brush or something? Have you seen this, Monkey? Mm, no, I'm assuming it's the sweepy trichomes up with, though. No, it's just uh, you brush it over the dry buds and it takes off all of the leaf. So it, uh, it like no, trims no. with a little brush. Yeah, I, I don't know about those things. It's up to you. Try, try it if you want to. You yeah, I'm, I'm afraid that, again, that brush is going to be knocking off the trichome heads. Mm -hmm, That's the mm -hmm. one thing that I love about doing hand trim on, on dry trim, hand trim. Yeah. Is uh, when you finish, your buds will literally sparkle in the light because you preserved all of those outer trichomes. You mm -hmm. haven't damaged anything at all. I love yeah. that. South Cilia just added there as well. Trim bin just makes it ergonomic. I can't trim for hours without one. Yeah, that's it, man. You just got to decide what's good for you. you know? Yep. If you got a problem, try something or ask around. Somebody will have a solution. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
Right. What else? Anything to summarize up trimming there, monkey? I think that's about everything, isn't it? Just, mm-hmm. just put, make sure you are prepared. You know, packed lunch if you can. Anything that's going to make the whole process easier, do that. You know what that's going to be for you. You know, just make sure you got the whole day free and you've got everything prepared. Prior planning and preparation prevents piss poor performance. <laughs> so, you know, make sure you properly planned everything out, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Attitude means everything, guys. I hate to say it this way, but if you think trimming's going to suck, guess what? It's going to suck. If you go in with a yeah. better attitude, you can have a better day. No, I've tried it. I've tried it. I'm going to love this trimming session. Hour later, please make it stop. <laughs> but if you go in no, saying that this, this is going to suck, it's going to suck from the get-go. I promise. Yeah, well, it's just attitude, at the end of the day, change, yeah. You have to do it. So whether it sucks or not, you just have to fucking do it. No one else is going to do when, it. And when you're done, you've got jars of weed mm-hmm. in your cupboard. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the deal right there, you know? Mm-hmm. That's the best part of it. So yeah, if it takes a day, that's fine. But think about it. You're going to have months of weed now after that. That's right. And of course, when you're done, scrape up that fucking scissor hash and stick it in a joint because you deserve it. That's yeah. it. Mm-hmm. I always have to debate. My missus comes in and always scopes out that ball of scissor ash. And I have to decide, am I going to let her have this one or is this one mine? Yeah. It comes I in get licking control, her lips. <laughs> she loves that. Is that for me? <laughs> oh, which yeah. one is that? <laughs> Good shit, man. Don't yeah. worry. Monkey's got his hash stored, stored away, you know, hidden my little stash. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, uh, just like everything else, if you have any questions about trimming, you need any help, you can find us over on percysgrowroom.com or over on our Discord server. We're always happy to help. So if you do have any questions or need any advice with anything, then give us a shout, man. Uh, it's always good to hear from the listeners. But for those who are about to trim, we salute you. Enjoy. <laughs> uh, let's do some listener mail. We have just a couple of questions here. One from Billy. Uh, and this is something which I've thought about before. You know, he says, uh, if Billy Barnes, you know, this, Billy the Sock Barnes, that guy, if cannabis growers treated their health like they did their plants, would they be more or less healthy? Hmm. What do you think, Wookie? I don't know. I think cannabis growers. I can't, it's a, that's a, a big, huge question. Yeah, it is. Hmm. But I, I think if people say. paid attention to what they ate as much as they paid attention to what their plant needs, they would be much healthier. They wouldn't be like, like you wouldn't get, you get some foods and you'd be like, I ain't feeding that to my plant. But it's not necessarily the same when you get food, is it? <laughs> it's like, yeah, man, I'm going to eat that. Mm. You smell the fried butter in it. Eat Mm -hmm. that! My gosh, you're gonna eat that? Look at that fried insect ass from the sea. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I know what you're talking about. (laughs) Yeah, you know, I I think, um, especially when people first start out, they take a a lot of, uh, they pay a lot of attention to their plants. You know, Uh, and uh, I think. You just get bored sometimes and not pay attention to your body so much. <laughs> as long as it's running okay, you're okay. It's only when you really have health problems that you pay real close attention to what you're consuming, right? 
when we get sick is that's when we start thinking about where what we're doing to our bodies mm. not until we get sick we take it yeah. for granted until it's too late yeah unfortunately you know like how much uh how many people out there take vitamins every day is it even necessary do they even fucking work you know are they all just snake oil in the first place how many people try and get that five fruit and veg every day that the uh government recommend thank you government for keeping us safe by the way <laughs> while i don't count them i think i'm pretty good with the fruit and veg now you know mm -hmm. the rest mm -hmm. of it i don't know but yeah yeah it's an interesting one, man. I'm sure everybody can take more care of their themselves, you know, and just try and treat yeah. yourself like you're as a cannabis plant. You know? <laughs> and that's kind of one reason why we encourage these people to grow their own cannabis, because if you want a healthy, healthy medicine, you know exactly what's in this medicine. Mm -hmm. So like Billy says, you know, you want to be, you, well, would you be healthier if you took care of your, your, uh, yourself like you're taking care of your plants well in a way you are because you're taking care of that plant to take care of yourself mm -hmm. yeah man it's good for you yeah That's what they mentally say. and physically and leo just put a cue there saying uh weed smoothies uh yeah what the fuck not you know <laughs> if you've got enough i've known <laughs> i've known people who use the the fan leaves the very young fan leaves and smoothies mm. uh there are uh, and salads as well yeah, man. Is it, the, yeah, uh, salads, ones get, in the salads, yeah. Mm. Yeah, they have to be young leaves, though. The older ones kind of get a little, little bit, um, you know, cellulose and crunchy. Yeah, and full of chlorophyll. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, man, uh, have some weed smoothies. I think people do it a lot, don't they? You, well, you see it often. I've seen it uh, quite a few times, man. People just use their the fan leaves as well, specifically the fan leaves, and not even the sugar leaves and shit, but using the fan leaves doesn't get you high because it doesn't have the trichomes on or at least not as many but it still That's has a great the, uh, way properties of cannabis yeah great way to use your stuff that you're cutting off during the lollipop if you want to do weed mm. smoothies that's a perfect time for it that's right or well, add them to your worm farm if you have a worm farm you know <laughs> uh, they'll eat it too mm. and they won't get high will they man the worms fucking love it you know they, they, i did a big trim a while ago and there was a shitload of leaf and stem for these worms to eat. The missus gave it to the worm. She came back a few days later. She's like, that, that's all gone. Have you got any more? <laughs> I can't just fucking trim half my plants off again. You know? But damn, they just fucking love ganja. Damn. Yep. Wait. Yeah, random tangent there. Yes. Take care of your health, everybody. Uh, and he also asked, uh, what thickness of socks do you use in winter? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's Billy. You know, sometimes we can just be like, who, who asked this question? And people would just know from the question. Uh, <laughs> I was playing zombies the other day with Billy as well. And I mentioned, do you think that some people listen to the show and think that Billy, he's just a made up character that we bring up when we want to ask dirty questions? You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know he's like, is he an actual person? <laughs> I mean, you know what Billy would say, you know? <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, Billy is an actual real person, everybody. All right, so Turpo has a question here. It's an interesting question, and it's to do with uh, trimming as well. If you know prior to trimming what you're going to use the flower for, do you use different trimming techniques? Uh, rolling joints versus vaping, making hash versus, versus pressing brazin, or do you just trim it up at the, uh, trim it up the same every time? 
Hmm. Mm, would be a difference there. But if I'm going to be making hash, I'm not so much worried about what it looks like or long term. It's going to basically be put in the freezer for making a bubble hash for me. Mm. So mm. I'm not really worried about making that too pretty or, any, or anything like that. And right. if I'm going to make extracts as well, I've heard Bubble Hawk talk about this. He'll take it. And if he wants the best uh, extract, he will freeze, freeze the live plant, then uh, dry sift the live plant and then press the, the uh, trichome heads to get the best of the best. So it all depends. You're right. It all depends how you're going to process your plant, what you're going to use it for as to how you're going to do the trim or even if you're going to do the trim at all. Yeah. You know, if you don't need to. <laughs> no, if you're just yeah. going to make extracts here, you don't, you know, you don't need to be mm -hmm. doing all the fancy stuff if you're just extracting. Mm -hmm. no, that's it. I mean, the reason why people trim the buds the way that we do is, is it dries faster, you know, when it's uh, when you wet trim it and it's all nicely trimmed up. It'll dry faster that way because there's less moisture to evaporate for the whole lot of the plant. So, uh, but not only that, but it has a better bag appeal. But people are used to seeing buds without the leaf on it, and they'll be like, "Oh, that looks like some nice bud." But if it's dry trim, and it's still got some of the uh, the leaves on it, but I just dried up and cold over the bud, then it doesn't look as nice. So that's something that needs to be taken into consideration. You know, so if it's going to be just a flower and you want it to look nice, then trim it. But if you're going to make hash, then no one's going to look at the buds. You know what I mean? So you don't need to make sure that they're all trimmed up nice and pretty. And keeping yeah. them them tip leaves on, uh, that, that will give you a, a better yield with the hash at the end of it because you're going to get that them trichome heads fall off the leaf as well. So that's going to be a, a big step. Yeah, so just choose the right technique. But damn, yeah, if you don't have to trim, then don't fucking trim, man. Mm -mm. I think that's a, uh, it's all the list of mail questions we have. It's all the things that we can say about trimming. Is there any cues I'm missing in the chat? I'm just having a look. Uh, yeah, what do you think of finger trimming? We covered that one. Is there any more questions? Does anybody have questions? Uh, what about Keith after trim? Uh, say Sparky, what, what, what are you saying there, Monkey? Uh, well, for me, I just press it into hash. I mean, like I, I scrape uh, my trim trays with a, a credit card. If it's if I feel like that's not enough, I'll get a little something more aggressive, like a, a blade of some kind like that. But uh, that's all I do is pick up the keep that way. That's usually something that if I'm, if I'm lazy and I don't feel like cleaning my trays, I can hand it to the missus and say, there's keep on here. You want it? Oh, yeah. Not a problem. Mm -hmm. she'll, she'll clean my trays if she gets to keep the keef. Oh, yeah, I don't even save any keef. You mean keef falls off the plants and just lands in places? <laughs> when you trim it, of course, you some some of the keef will fall off. Some of the trichome heads will fall off of the buds. What? Uh, it, it happens. So, yes, if you take your hand down there and feel it, it's kind of sandy on the trail, just slightly. Not like major sandy, just a, a small amount. But it's enough to, you know, when you, when I'm done, I can hand her the trays and she'll, she'll scrape the trays, throw it in a bowl and she's happy. So, and I don't have to clean the trays that way. So that's what I, that's how I use, use that key. <laughs> I use the key to get my trays clean. God damn. I didn't, I, I didn't realize that. I thought the, yeah, I thought you just all get scabbed up on the scissors and, and you know, in your hands and stuff. No, feel, feel whatever you're trimming on after, after uh, you finished up next time and you'll, you'll feel it. It's just a little sandy, sticky, sandy stuff on, on whatever your, your surface is. I don't need more shit to be dealing with with trimming. I've already had enough. 
<laughs> now you're telling him there's one more step. See what you, you know, did? Fuck's sake. You know, God, oh man, I just hate to think of the amount of hours I've spent trimming. It's absolutely yeah. shocking, man. <laughs> you take a big old, big old hit of Keith, and yeah, I know exactly what he's talking about. Keith, Keith sweat. <laughs> <laughs> you start choking and sweating at the same time from that stage. Mm-hmm. It's just so hard. Oh, man. <laughs> nice. Yeah, so I think that's it for trimming, everybody. If you've got any tips and tricks that you think we could share with people when it comes to trimming their cannabis, how to make it easier for them, uh, anything like that, then let us know. Uh, send us messages over on percyscoreroom.com or start a thread and things like that. But I think that is everything covered right there. What do we have for next week's grow guides? Uh, companion planting for natural Ooh. pest control. Yeah, that's so going to be interesting. And we're going to talk about some companion plants. That'll be episode 90. Then we just got 10 more to go to hit that level 100. So if you have any suggestions for uh, topics of grow guides that we can cover in the future, let us know. And we'll uh, add them to the list. But I think that's it. Should we go to the outro, Monkey? Are you ready to go? Let's do the outro. Yes. Let's do it. And there we go, everybody. That was this week's Grow Guides. As I said towards the end of the episode there, next week's episode is all about companion planting. So if you have any questions about companion planting or about anything else to do with growing cannabis, then do feel free to send us a question for next week's show and we'll cover it in the listener mail section. You can find us over on percysgrowroom.com and send us messages there. You can email me at highandhomegrown at gmail.com and send your questions there. You can send your questions through our Discord server or even through x.com and Instagram. There's loads of different ways to get in touch. So if you do have any questions, please do feel free to reach out. We enjoy hearing from you guys. But as usual, thank you for being here. Thank you for downloading the show. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you can, please share it with somebody else. But no pressure, of course. Just thank you for being here. Thank you for supporting the show the way that you do. And we'll catch you on the next one, which should be the live stream on Sunday. We'll see you then. Have a good weekend. Stay high, stay safe. And we'll see you on the next one. Goodbye. Goodbye.